0: Welcome to part three of the GB Rewind 2016 series for the Games Beat Decides podcast. Uh, This is your podcast for a couple guys taking video games too seriously. Uh, This is uh, the second half of a podcast me and Mike recorded at once. Uh, So if it sounds incoherent at the beginning, that's why, and that's why I'm doing this intro. Um, So I wanted to say, welcome. You can always get us at gamesbeat.com. Games plus adventurebeat.com is the email address. Uh, Like and subscribe, all that stuff on YouTube. five stars on iTunes. What else is there? Uh, you should subscribe if you haven't already on your podcatcher of choice. Other than that, I think we can hop right into it. Thank you for joining us. We'll have more throughout the rest of this week. I think we're going to end with game of the year very soon. Keep an eye out for that. And we'll catch, we'll catch you then. Okay. So we wrapped up that last topic. We're going to get into the best gaming company now. Um, Mike, can you see the list in front of you? Uh, do you want to add any here? Cause I put a few down. I'm wondering if you, uh, yeah, that's
1: about right saying. to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can't, I mean, there's a few maybe smaller companies that we could put on there, but I'm not.
1: Well, there I are like know. companies that had like one big hit, right? But I don't know if that makes you like Niantic, right? Like they had a real yeah. big hit, but do we put them, you know, no. or just that? Nah.
0: And even even that one, like as much as I defend Pokemon Go and how broken it is, it is still broken. It, and it is Niantic. still broken.
1: We're, yeah. Right. They aren't adding a lot of content very quickly, so.
0: Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and pick one on here, and we'll we'll get started with, uh, with the best gaming company of
1: 2016. I have to continue. The Overwatch love, I could pretty easily point to Blizzard, right? They're kind of one of the few companies that sort of has like, especially like a, as far as like a developer goes, that it kind of has its own brand, right? Like, I think that's what, like, that's like, we say Overwatch is like this original game and like how its success is impressive because of that. But it like, in a way, it almost like got to be a Blizzard game, and that's what kind of helps it out a lot, right? Like, they're the only company that could have their own launcher for... That basically just works like, four, like, what, five or yeah, six games that are on there. And yeah. nobody really minds. Like, three of those games are probably my three most played games this year. Uh, uh, Overwatch, tons of that. Still play Hearthstone just about every day. And I've been playing World of Warcraft every day since a couple months before Legion came out almost. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe I'm just like, these, these games just happen to speak to me, but... Well, um, I don't think I don't, you're alone. Like, no, clearly, I think, I think you're not. Hearthstone's very popular. I think Overwatch is very popular. I think World of Warcraft has, maybe, you know, they don't release those numbers anymore, so it's hard to tell. But I think it had a... It, the reception to Legion seemed to be very positive for, um, you know, a 12-year-old MMO.
0: Yeah, uh, I th- and I think what you said about them being, like, one of the only companies that can have their own launcher and get away with it. Like, I think I have Origin on my PC. I think I have Uplay. I think I have um what's the one from epic i think I don't, I don't i don't even know what they call it i think i have that on on here and i never open those they're never open if i have to open them i'm like i get real bummed out because i'm like oh god i don't want this stupid thing there but battle net i have open all the time mm-hmm. uh, and that and I, I don't even know if i was necessarily necessarily like that before overwatch i played a hearthstone a lot in 2015 um it, I, I fell off in 2016 but with Overwatch, I've had it open all the time, nonstop, and now I'm like starting to be like, okay, I'm going to play some more Diablo. I haven't played that in a while, mm-hmm. um, things like that, and I, I don't mind it because, oh, yes, it's clear that they are putting so much work into their ecosystem, into their games, and uh, yeah, it's and that's kind of what I want from a gaming company too, um, when I think about like my relationship with a company that makes games like i don't know what that means most of the time but with 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 blizzard it's a little clear a little more clear like yeah they're making this environment where i can just go and play these excellent games at any time and yeah i really appreciate that
1: uh nintendo's interesting because it, it seems like they're on the cusp of like having a really big year and they did no, they, they they have a big year a in some ways here right
0: yeah, they what? had a good 2015, and now in 2016. I think it was hard to like do that two years in a row, especially as they're getting ready to release well, something new. Yeah, they
1: had a real good software year in 2015 with no, no. Uh, Mario Maker and Splatoon. This year, especially, yeah, because they didn't really release any like super great games. No. Um, you know, you know, like a new Pokemon and and whatnot. But the NES Classic Edition was awesome. Um, that was like just one of my favorite things in the year. Just that idea. Like, just mm-hmm. hope to see more of that. You know, them finally doing all their mobile stuff. You know, Matomo, the kind of the small experiment. Super Mario Run going a little bit more all out. And then just, like, all the Switch reveals kind of ramping up. So, yeah, I think some of that stuff was really cool. But next year could be the big year for them. Yeah,
0: I think right now they are on the upswing. They are building buzz. Uh, they might be the most interesting company in 2016, I think, Nintendo. Um, they're doing the stuff that is the most... Uh, kind of out there in one regard and exactly what I want in another with the, like you said, the NES classic is, is very cool idea. They executed it well. And really they did a better job than any other company that had tried to make these mini versions of their old consoles before. Um, uh, the, the, the HDMI output works really well. It doesn't, it hasn't, it doesn't make the game look, uh, any of the games look blown out or yeah. terrible. They executed on that great. perfectly. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like the the Switch reveal and the buildup to that has been, I mean, they've only done a little bit, but it has been really well handled by, by their PR staff and and just kind of getting the buzz out there and then going on Jimmy Fallon. Um, all that stuff's working for me, and I am, am liking it a ton. But yeah, I think what you're saying about 2017 probably being the year where all this stuff pays off, I agree with that.
1: Sony and Microsoft, they're interesting because it's like they had very similar years, right? Yeah. They're almost and it indistinguishable. Kind of canc- it cancels
0: each other out. Almost, I, I feel like.
1: Right? It's like, you know, they had a couple first-party things. Most of it was third-party stuff. Um, you know, they both, like, made their um, – they both released, like, an updated version of their hardware, although, you know, Microsoft's going to have, like, the more updated one next year. Mm-hmm. Sony had VR, which didn't seem to make much of an impact yet, yep, I mean, right? Uh, no. it's, yeah, I mean, like, the 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 one thing that maybe sets them apart was just, like, one game on Charter 4 was definitely the best – Console exclusive this right. year, um,
0: and I mean, I I liked Forza Horizon three, but it's no Uncharted in terms of how many people sure. like, it. like. I mean, I like Forza Horizon three better, but I I uh, recognize that more. Yeah, I recognize that more people uh, definitely see Uncharted four as this prestige game.
1: We did talk about that space game that everyone got upset about for best new game universe. What was that? Oh God, No Man's Sky. You're I right. Got the name <laughs> universe man.
0: too. It's right in the name. It of is the literally
1: universe. It's huge. Just billions <laughs> oh, of planets, man. Jeff. But so yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, but like neither Sony or Microsoft seem to have a standout ears. It's kind of like you know, all right, you know, I, I think they both had very good plans for though. year three. Go.
0: Yeah, they yeah they're they're executing on the strategy they set up in 2013. Uh, precisely and their and their deviations in terms of xbox one s playstation 4 pro and playstation vr those are the things that i don't think got anyone excited like xbox one s i think actually got more people excited than I, either the things that sony did and no one was, was still was actually that excited about the xbox one s i think people had more questions about the things sony was doing and that's a problem for a company that is in the lead uh in the way that sony is um but Outside of those those sort of deviations from their plan, they are doing exactly what I expected them to do when I bought my PlayStation Four and bought my Xbox One, and for me that doesn't really put you at the top of the best gaming company list in 2016. Um, let's see. I want to talk about Devolver Digital a little bit. They had a they had a, a bunch of good games. Uh, I just think that they are kind of doing. I'm, I'm going to try to bring up a list of actually what they released this year. Uh, but. They are like one of the growing smaller publishers in like the indie space where they are um, trying to get the actual games here Um, where they are like they're not a triple A company. They are doing smaller things and they're doing that purposefully. That's their mission. And we kind of lost that with, with companies like THQ falling out. And um, other mid-sized companies, Midway, like years and years ago, Acclaim. Like, these are companies that we don't even talk about anymore because they haven't been around for years. And I think finally finally now Devolver's starting to move up into that space. Um, I, I don't necessarily know if that makes them competitive with a company like Blizzard or a company like Nintendo. Um, but it's still, it's, I'm glad that someone is kind of taking over. Maybe not necessarily mid-tier games, but kind of going all out with indie games and like Triple I or whatever the hell that is um, for, uh, yeah, like high-end independent games.
1: Sure. Why Um, do you have Valve on this list?
0: I just feel like Valve probably should be on the list so we could be like, what is Valve doing? I just want to ask, Mike, what's Valve doing?
1: Uh, They're making Steam Wars. Uh, they did do a very big update to Dota 2 recently, which is not really my cup of tea. They put a lot of work into that. Um, and then I don't know. I, I guess... What are they doing? This Steam Machines actually happened, right?
0: I wouldn't know if happened. I don't know if happen's the right word. I mean, they came out and they exist. But, like, happen implies that they had an impact, and I don't know if that's true.
1: They must uh, have lost some money on that, because they were... That seemed like it was a big investment there. Or was the investment so safe because they had other people actually make them? That yeah, it was they didn't, just buy like, for I think them.
0: that's exactly right. I think they're just like, we're going to make SteamOS because we have a million really intelligent developers here that could do that in their sleep. Um, and they did. And they're like, okay, we'll turn it into a product and we'll let people make hardware where that runs the SteamOS and see what happens. And it didn't happen, and it, the reason is because Windows Ten is a fine operating system. All of the like the craziness about whether or not Windows Ten would be fine for gamers and whether it's going to re- like completely shove out third party companies from releasing their software in a in a, in a world with Microsoft's Windows Store, um, it was kind of bl- blown out of proportion. And I think most people are like, "No, I'm just going to keep gaming on my Windows Ten machine because that's working out fine so far." Um, so yeah, uh, and then uh, Steam VR, uh, they're doing that and, and you know, like they're working with HTC and they definitely have the most interesting VR strategy where you know you can get the Vive it's $800 it's expensive um or you can get the Oculus $600 get you know the touch controllers $200 then it ma- that makes it $800 but you can use that on Steam with Steam VR games and i think they are setting themselves up as the um sort of the app store equivalent for VR experiences uh and if they do that they could pull it out and kind of actually be the VR company in a couple of years, but
1: we'll see.
0: for now, I just don't, not enough people care about VR. I, I want to say, I wrote my, like the top 10, like most trafficked VR stories today uh, for GamesBeat. And most of them were either porn or they were um, augmented reality, like Pokemon Go stories. Right. So it's like, that's what people care about when it comes to the stuff they don't care about actually like find out if PlayStation VR has good games. Um, I think, th- do we cover all of these companies on this list, Mike? I think we did.
1: Uh. Except for Bethesda, but... Well, yeah, I, okay, that's right.
0: Bethesda, I think Doom and Dishonor 2, as, well, as much as I don't personally like Dishonored 2, as much as a lot of people, I could see that it's a good game. It just didn't gel with me. Um, I, I think they are still being very interesting in their release strategy where they are kind of releasing sequels, that are very good. They build on on their you know their foundation, and then they're also releasing either upgrades or updates to ser- franchises like Doom, uh, or they're introducing entirely new things. Um, you know, they're going to have Prey next year. I think they're again they're one of those in- these interesting companies. But uh, if I compare them like side by side with Blizzard, I- I'd probably go with Blizzard still.
1: Yeah, that's uh, I think that's what comes out to it, is like, I don't think anything tops Blizzard for me.
0: Yeah, so I mean I think I mean we I think the ones we were highest on were Blizzard and Nintendo. Um, I mean,
1: I'm, they're doing such a good job maintaining so many games with content and also releasing a major game on Overwatch. It's, it's hard to top that year.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think um, the game I feel like the strongest about like in terms of its future um, over the, over 2017 and 2018 is Overwatch. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with my confidence in blizzard and what they've shown they can do this year and with all their other games. So, yeah, uh, I mean, it was a blizzard kind of day on this podcast, Mike, overwatch and blizzard kind of went into our two topics today. Um, I, but I think that's going to wrap it up. Do you have any other thoughts on best gaming company of 2016?
1: That's nah, blizzard. Pretty. Yeah, I think I just kind of a, all a big blizzard love fest, I guess, but there it is.
0: Yep. That's, that's how it works out sometimes. Um, all right. Yeah, so that's that's going to wrap it up. So I think we did best new gaming universe was Overwatch. The best gaming company was Blizzard. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to have one more kind of game of the year podcast, I think, go up this in this feed. Um, and that should be the actual game of the year discussion. And then we'll have a most anticipated of 2017. So look out for those. Those are coming still this week. Thanks for listening. I want to say, everyone, um, again, you can get us on GamesBeat.com for more. You can email us, games plus, uh, plus podcast at VentureBeat.com. And, Mike, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you?
1: Well, you can find me at Tolkoto on Twitter, uh, writing at GamesBeat all the time, and at EB Podcast on the Exploding Barrel Podcast. That's the other show I do with my brother, AJ, about video games and some other things, but mostly video games.
0: And I'm, uh, here we go, Jeff Grubb, Poop Butt, Fart McFarty's P-Man CGI Face <laughs> on Twitter. Um, at least that's what it says in the show notes. I, what I remember is I'm just Jeff Grubb on Twitter, but oh, apparently strange. Jeff Grub Poop. It, You've butt. always
1: been Jeff Grubb, that other stuff.
0: Yeah, Poop Butt, Fart McFarty's P-Man CGI Face, right. And I sometimes make videos on YouTube. You can get that at YouTube.com forward slash Jeffrey Grubb. Um, we'll be back, like I said. And then we're going to have a regular show probably in the new year. I'm going to have a baby soon. Like I've been, I keep hinting at, uh, that's going to happen. And eventually we'll have to figure out what happens with the podcast while I'm gone. Um, but until then, you know, thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time. And, uh, you know, no cats.
1: That thing about the cats.